Welcome to Blind Pilots. The episode you're about to hear contains spoilers for the original television series of The Tick. So if you'd like, you can go ahead and watch that before the episode. Otherwise, please enjoy and keep in mind you're going to hear some spoilers. Here we go. All right, Doug. Word. All right, cool. The Tick. The Tick, 2001. 2001. One season on what I'm imagining is Fox. Yeah, I think it is a Fox show, yeah. We watched it on... about the Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, that's right. And, and of course, we did our random selection. Um, yeah, you picked it this time. I did pick it this time, and... Because I picked John from Cincinnati. Exactly. This may seem rigged, because I'm going to go ahead and say it up front. I'm a big fan of this series. Um, not and just the pilot. I wasn't. Yeah, you're unfamiliar with it. Unfamiliar. Well, I, I knew about it. I knew it existed. And I knew about the uh, Amazon version mm-hmm. of The Tick. Yeah. But I had never watched either one. So I went into it completely blind. Exactly. I will say very briefly, I did actually watch the whole pilot of the Amazon version. And I oh, was let down. Like it? Was it good? I was let oh, down. Oh, really? Yeah. More, so it wasn't as, like, uh, comic booky. That's the thing. It was very derivative. So they intentionally, like, the I don't know who's the, uh, the lead actor who plays the tick, but he's trying to do, uh, you know, a Patrick, what's his name, Patrick Warburton? Patrick Warburton. Warburton. Yeah. He's trying mm-hmm. to do his voice. You can tell he's he's, you know emulating the character from the original series, but then they try to bring in all these dramatic elements. They still have kind of some of the corny jokes and stuff, but it's it's a remake more than an update, I'd say. Um, with some Yeah, I'm, Hollywood I'm looking at the cast list for the Amazon version, and I don't recognize any of these names. No, yeah. Not at all. It wasn't as absurd. It was silly and goofy and kind of slapsticky, but it was not nearly as absurd. And that that was the thing that kind of drew me into the original. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the reason it probably feels kind of the same is because Patrick Warburton is a producer on the Amazon. One. I did not know that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that yep. factors in. So that that probably has a little bit to do with it. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So uh, we. After our first episode, you know, we were kind of feeling things out, and we decided that we should begin with kind of a bullet point uh, plot summation so that we're not kind of jumbling things and, and... Yeah, going all over the place. Exactly. So... There was a lot going on in that last show, though. That's very the, true. There was a lot to get lost in. Yes, that is... Yeah. There's a lot of backtracking going on, and that was not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you just want to kind of go, like, scene by scene here? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Cool, cool. So, it opens up with, uh, yeah, he's, like, standing on the rooftop, mm-hmm. and he's doing his monologue. Kind of a classic superhero shot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Classic superhero monologue. But you... You see a bus pull up, uh-huh. and then it pans over, and he's just staying on top of the building. On a bus and station. Around, yeah, on top of the bus station. Yeah, the bus station. And everyone's just like, 
what the fuck is this dude doing? No one wants him there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're actively trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Well, so, uh, I mean, yeah, we're describing it a bit, but um, someone can't get coffee out of the machine. Yeah. And he like he like jumps down and defeats the evil coffee machine or whatever. He, yeah, and then the, the owner coffee. of the bus station. Yeah, they're just like, here's a ticket. You should uh, get on this bus. Yeah, they they give him a ticket and tell him that he dropped it. And that's when we find out that he's kind of uh, dull because he's like, yeah. oh, I must have dropped this ticket. That must mean I intended to leave this bus station. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is super slapsticky and I mean I do appreciate it for that yeah. like it's uh yeah but he travels to what I'm assuming is like New York City or something like that right uh, it yeah. did remind me of the um Adam West Batman yeah in the, it's a, you know it's a superhero show but the protagonist is just a f- goofball yeah, and I really liked the way that they, like, played off of Adam West Batman, but instead of, like, putting a graphic on the screen mm. where it just says, like, boom, pow, pow. wow, shit like that, uh, he, Patrick Warburton, the tick, is saying that as he, like, moves off camera while he's beating up bad guys. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's, he's providing like, doing his that own... with commentary. He's providing his own commentary, exactly, yeah. Instead of having, like, a voiceover... It's just him talking about what he's doing in the third person. Yeah. Uh, so then we meet we meet Mothman. Right. At first I thought he was a bunny. And that's referenced actually in the show. Everyone thinks he looks yeah. like a bunny. And he's played by uh, Patrick Burke? David Burke. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought that scene was really cool just because you get that nice little Christopher Lloyd uh, cameo. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plays plays his boss. Yeah, you get uh, Angels in the Outfield. I was thinking Back to the Future. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was in Angels in the Outfield, of course. And Angels in the End Zone. Oh, yeah, you're right. And Airbud is an angel. God damn it. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, what are you doing? What is Everybody your career? was never an angel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then you find... Everybody you went see, to uh, hell. Dude, I would watch that. <laughs> it's the new Jason movie. <laughs> Everybody has to, like, fight his way out of hell or, like... <laughs> or... <laughs> He has to play no, basketball goes, against Jason. Yeah, he goes to hell or and hockey. fucking... And yeah, and the devil's like, if you don't win this game, you have to stay here forever. Yeah, and then they have a, a banjo-guitar duel. Oh my god, yeah. I, I could see Airbud picking on the old banjo. He's got those claws. He could use those things as finger picks. I would pay to see that in theaters, honestly. Nobody steal this idea. This is ours. <laughs> We're going to buy the rights to all these different movies and put it together as an Airbud flick. <laughs> Airbud. We do Airbud versus Jason. Airbud versus Predator. <laughs> oh, man. I would um, fuck with that. Predator would tear him up. Oh, we could do, an, we could do a Home Alone Airbud movie where he makes the bad guys, like, step <laughs> in his shit. 
Oh my god. They slip on yeah, his instead piss. Of, <laughs> instead of having a kid, it's just a dog. It's just, and then it's just like... Dude. That is basically Secret Life of Pets. Alright, wash. <laughs> what animals do at home when they're alone? Yeah, when they're thwarting robbers. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. So the oh, yeah, Mothman so quits his job. Yeah, yeah he's Ar- an account- Arthur. He's an accountant. He's an accountant. Yeah. And uh, he comes into work one day in his Mothman outfit, and uh, his boss, yeah. uh, Doc. Doc Brown. Doc Brown, thank you. Doc Brown. Tells him he either has to lose the outfit or lose his job, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that everyone in this town is, like, a superhero. Yeah, there's, superheroes like, are part of this universe, for sure. It seems like everyone wears their outfit all the time. So, like, at first you're like, why is he wearing his outfit? But then he goes to the bar after he quits, and everyone is superheroed up. Yeah, there's no secret identities in this superhero universe. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> and in the bar scene, when he's sitting there with with that like old washed up superhero, um mm-hmm. that I think that was one of the most funniest moments because Arthur is he has he's like the only character who has the heart of a superhero who's genuinely trying to do good. You know, into he has this like higher calling. All the other superheroes are just going about their business, getting drunk. That guy's the guy in the bar is making like a pyramid out of like twelve shot glasses that he's obviously already drank. Yeah, yeah, it's not at all portrayed in like a in a positive light to be a superhero. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, it's a joke. You know, like, in in this particular universe, it's like a joke to be a superhero, you know what I'm saying? But everyone knows they exist. Right, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, and then we see... So the Tick has taken his, <laughs> his bus ticket to the city, and the next time we see him, he's, he's again on a rooftop, but this time it's like, you know, a, a superhero backdrop... It's the he sees over the whole city. He's not just waiting on some coffee machine to fuck up. He's he's actually on some sort of epic rooftop trying to, you know, be the guardian of the city. Yeah, and then doesn't he see Arthur slash Mothman like starting to get into some shit with those Russian dudes? Right, right. Oh, I backtracking, I should have mentioned this earlier. When he's on the rooftop, that's, I think, when we kind of first see that he actually does have, like, super strength. He's leaping yeah. between rooftops. He's, like, shaking the foundation of, of the buildings he's landing on. I was and I think that's the first that. time you're like, okay, he's a dumbass, but he's yeah. very, you know, capable. I don't know if he actually has superpowers. Yeah. Um, oh, something else I wanted to mention is that I'm not sure he's a human. Because... Yeah, I had that thought, too. He's some sort of humanoid. He, I don't know if he's an alien, an alien or, like, part tick, part man. I don't know what the deal is. But, like, you know, his antenna move. Like, they're part yeah, they of his do. body. Like, yeah. 
Well, I don't know anything about the comic book. I don't know origin story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if he has an origin story. Right. It might be one of those ones where they were just like, you know, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a parody of superheroes. Like, we don't need to explain this. Yeah. Well, right. I know it started as a comic book. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, so in the comic book, it's possible that they explained how he came to be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's also possible that they were like, fuck it. You know, this person exists as they exist. Like, we are no, we don't need a backstory. Just you jump know right I mean? in. Yeah, just jump right in. Like, yeah. If that you seems like, more fitting, honestly, with the... Yeah, for the vibe. style of it and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. For sure. Because, I mean, there was no backstory in the TV show. Like like we said, it just opens up with him standing on a rooftop of a bus station. <laughs> Completely exactly. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, in the like, boonies. Yeah, it's like, how did you get there? What Why is, are you there? What, what is, is your deal? And we get none of the answers. No. But he thinks he's serving such a noble cause... He has no concept of, like, the gravity of different crimes. He's just as pissed off at that coffee machine as he is at the, like you mentioned, the the Russian mobsters. Yeah, whatever they are. Are they mobsters? I don't, I didn't know what they were, because they were, they had that weird, so, so, they, he saves Arthur, from the Russian dudes, which is the scene where I was talking about where he's having the fight, and as he's, like, walking across camera, he goes off screen, and then he's doing his own commentary. Right, right. Along with the fight. Mm-hmm. And it's, honestly, that was probably my favorite scene in the show, That's for a great real. scene. It is. It, it was just hilarious. Like, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But it feels like a comic book. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's totally unshaken... Like, they're whacking yeah. him with crowbars and shit, and he just, like, doesn't feel a thing. That's why, also, I, I think he may be uh, either a superhero or a, some sort of humanoid. Yeah. You know, not a human. But, and then Arthur's, like, in the corner being a little pussy baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just kind of hiding out. Because Arthur has the heart of a superhero, but he obviously lacks any sort of super strength or superpowers or anything like that. I mean, he's also, like, a coward. Yeah. He has the heart, like, he has the spirit, but, like, he's, like I said, he's a little pussy baby. He's he's scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's fresh out of the badge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, they get into that fight, and then they unleash that Soviet robot. The Red Scare. Um, the Red Scare. And Arthur gets all scared and goes back to his apartment. Mm-hmm. And, um, the tick follows him there. And <laughs> I love this as well, honestly. When he's, like, knocking on the door, he's just like, how'd you, how'd you find me? He's like, I followed you. And then... He tells him to go away, and he literally just lifts the door off of the hinges and walks in, and he's just like, oh my god, this is amazing. It looks just like a regular apartment. And then he starts flipping all the furniture, thinking it's going to like turn into a secret lair or whatever. Uh And he's just like, what does this couch turn into? And Arthur's like, it turns into a bed. It's where I sleep. Yeah. (laughs) He's like expecting it to be like a bat cave or something like that. 
it really puts it in perspective of like the lifestyle that like these superheroes live as like yeah. kind of like outcasts of the city you know what i'm saying totally like, yeah uh-huh they're not well off or anything they're not like doing big things they're just living in tiny uh-huh. little shitty studio apartments i did kind of wonder if that implies that the tick has like a secret lair yeah i think it i think that's what they were getting at or he just expects I mean, maybe. I was just thinking maybe he just expects all superheroes to have a lair. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what you're getting at, but yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. Um, oh, and then how did they end up on the rooftop? Because that's the next scene from there, isn't it? Or yeah. Is, that, is the rooftop before that? Uh, the sec- they're, they're on the rooftop for the second time. And that's when we meet. It's when you meet Richard Bat Albert Manuel. Yeah, <laughs> Bat Manuel <laughs> and the and the girl character. But I thought that was really funny uh, when they start making out. Yeah, and the tick is just like standing there, like slack jawed, staring at them like he had never seen this before. And then he's very confused. He starts, very confused, and then he starts to move his feet, and he's just like. I stepped in gum, and honestly, I think I think they were making a joke that he fucking came in his pants when when really? he was watching him. Yeah, oh. gum, cum. I was like, the the play on words is too easy, especially for a fucking interesting, um, like a, a primetime show. You know what I mean? It, I, I didn't put maybe, that together. I thought I'm that was wrong. like. You might be right. I thought that was a a nod to the normalcy of this superhero comic book universe. Like that, you know, they live Maybe. in apartments, they step in gum, they chill at bus I just, stops. Like, I don't know, that's super possible. I didn't think of it like that just cuz like just the look on his face was just like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Like <laughs> I've never seen two people like If you think it was gum, hashtag tweeted us Hashtag, um, I stepped in gum. If you think it was cum, tweet us hashtag Doug loves cum. Doug loves cum. Yeah. <laughs> Doug. Doug. I didn't mean it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're experiencing some technical and friendship-related difficulties. We're going to take a quick break. You love cum? I love cum. All cum. Okay, well... Just cum in general. Just any cum. Human cum, animal cum, yeah. uh, you know, uh, aquatic animal cum. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a double fluid. <laughs> How do you feel about female ejaculate? Uh, female ejaculate is pretty legit. Have you ever... You don't have to answer this. Have you ever made a girl squirt? Uh, no, but I have been with girls that felt like they wanted to and just didn't know they could. Mm. Like, afterwards, they were like... I felt something very weird, hmm. like, inside me, and I was like, that's probably you wanting to squirt. I wonder what that feels like. I have been with people that have squirted in the past, not with me, not with you, but no. they were just like, yeah. 
Yeah. I made a girl squirt one time. Um, My dick is not that good. Well, I was eating her out. Um, but I don't think... I mean, it was... The concept was hot, but the actual fluid uh, was revolting. And so I subsequently vomited <laughs> inside of her vaginal cavity. Oh my fucking Christ. Please tell me that's on the podcast. It is. Holy, holy fuck. It's not true. Oh no, my, it is true. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> I, I hope it's true. I want it to be true I'm so not bad. I'll tell you. <laughs> Alright, guys, if you think that's true, tweet at us. Uh, Caleb threw up in a girl's vagina. <laughs> What if you don't think it's true? Uh, I don't want to hear from you. I only want to hear from the <laughs> truthers. <laughs> and then I subsequently continued eating her and my vomit out. That's just fucking hot, man. You could put that on the internet and people would eat that shit up. Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> eat that shit up. I'm going to start jarring that shit. <laughs> Fuck. And we were afraid we wouldn't have enough to to talk about the tick. Look at us. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) I do know a girl. I mean, we can take this part out. But I do know a girl that was hooking up with a guy, and she squirted. And then he was like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it just weirded him out too much. Immediately or after the the intercourse? After the event. After the event, like the next day, he was just like, "Yeah, we're never gonna do that again." Man. I feel well, just like she can't help it. I feel bad for that dude. Yeah, it's like, dude, your dick was, your dick was that good. Yeah. Why? Why are you upset about that shit? Yeah. Who's this guy? Let's name him. <laughs> I don't know the guy. I know the girl. What's her name? And I, I, I promised her I would never talk about her on a podcast again, so... Okay. Well, we'll cut this I out. You can What's put- her name? Yeah. It's... Doug! I set you up! That's what I'm saying. I set you what? up to... We're not supposed... We're supposed what? to always say we'll take this out, and then we don't take it out. God damn it. <laughs> we have, we'll at least bleep that part. <laughs> okay, I'll find a bleep. Just bleep it. I'll bleep it. It was like a second long. You know, what? I'm, I'm I hate beeps. They always hurt my ears. I'm gonna replace it with an air horn or something like that. All right, that's high fair. Pitched. Or a dog barking. A dog barking. A dog barking. A girl coming. That's good. A girl coming. <laughs> <laughs> Me vomiting. Uh, I lied. It wasn't that girl. It was. Shit, now we have to bleep this out, Doug. There's no one. (laughs) Fuck. Just, just. (laughs) You're making work for me. I know. That's, I, I, I came into this and I was like, dude, I'm going to make Caleb do so much work. How many do you know? Can we leave it in and then it could be any. What about. Yes, it was her. It was a story I heard about. Real talk. Do you want me to take all out? Yeah, at least just like put something over it. Okay. What's well, a lot? 
we've said the name of this girl like forty fucking five times. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caleb. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, I don't care. We're never gonna talk again, but I promised I wouldn't say it. I you promised. Talk about it on a You're a man. Your word. I promised her. Yeah, I try to be. Okay. So okay, we'll bleep it out. We'll we'll do something. She will literally never hear this, so so we can leave it in. I'm just trying. I mean, realistic, realistically, we you could. promised though. I did. I did. Here promise. on Blind Pilots, we may be blind and we may navigate aircrafts, but we keep our word. Yeah, and sometimes I slip up on that. <laughs> but, we all do. Uh, all right. All do. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the tick. Back to the tick. So, uh, the Red Scare. Turn- uh, oh, they are in the apartment. Yes. And they, they, oh, well, the tick cap- captures that Russian guy. And he takes right. him back to Arthur to prove that Arthur is worthy of being a superhero. Because he's like, you know, you thwarted me or whatever, whatever weird superhero word they mm-hmm. used. Um, There's a lot of thwarting going on in this show. Yeah, and that's when you find out about the actual plot, I guess villain plot, for the Mm -hmm, episode. mm -hmm. Jimmy Carter. has to do with the Red Scare. Yeah, Jimmy Carter. So, like, the Red Scare, the robot, was programmed to attack Jimmy Carter back in, what, the The 70s. 70s or something? Yeah. And... But they were like, well, we were going to unleash it on the Postmaster General. The Postmaster General! Which is just like, what the utter fuck? Like, wh- what is that going to do for yeah, you? Yeah, like, it's so absurd. We're going to we're gonna the fucking... Like, that won't even stop the mail. <laughs> like, what? Post- what? Like, they couldn't even, like, replace him. Oh, my he God. Knows too yeah, much. They could, yeah, it's like you couldn't just, like, do the new president. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? But then you find out, just conveniently enough, Arthur has a newspaper laying on his table, and, like, the front page is just like, Jimmy Carter in town this week. Yes. And then they miraculously find him, like, very randomly. Within seconds. Like, within, like, seconds. He's getting onto an elevator that they're exiting. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, word. Yeah, that's and what it was. And he's with his uh, secret security agents, and then they grab him from the secret security, and they say... Yeah, but no idea how he gets into that building, though. Yeah. I think it's also funny that they purposefully never show his face. Yeah, I thought that was really... I thought that was funny. Yeah. But he just thinks that they're there to, like, kidnap him right. or whatever. Right, he's very scared. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. I'll give you money, or, you know... I'll I'll uh, I'll eat your pussy and throw up in it or whatever. <laughs> Man, Jimmy Carr is a fucking freak. Should we label this episode explicit? Um, nah. nah, I don't think so. Kids need to hear this. This is like a health and ed class. Yeah, honestly, if if you're 11 years old and you don't, if you've never even thought about that, you need to you need to hear you about it. You need to grow it. the fuck up. Talk to your stepdad yeah, about that. Honestly, all adults are eating vomit out of vaginas. This is just normal these days. And, you know... We live in 2018. It's birth control. Facts are, you can't get pregnant... You can't get a girl pregnant if you throw up inside of her vagina unless your mouth is full of cum. 
I actually heard that if you come inside a girl and then throw up inside of it, it uh, oh, the acid. negates everything. Yeah, it neutralizes the stomach it. Acid. Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've mm-hmm. ever tried yeah. that, tweet at us. Hashtag <laughs> vomit. <laughs> vomit freaks. I was gonna say responsible vomit sex. Oh my god! If you've never, and if you've never done that, tweet at us. Hashtag what the fuck are you guys talking about? If you have done that but still gotten a girl pregnant, tweet at us. Hashtag I chug cum and then puke it. Into girls' vaginas. Man, Twitter's about to be lit as fuck. Lit. Oh shit, we need to make a we need to make a tweet a Twitter site for a Twitter profile? Uh, a Twitter account? Twitter account. Twitter account? Twitter account. That's Twitter account. Nah, it's Twitter, bro. Um fuck. <laughs> I'm behind the time. You've been saying it wrong all these years, man. That I is actually pronounced as an E. Ah, uh, fuck. It's tweeter. Should I believe about the fucks too? Uh, yes. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, the robot literally drops out of the fucking sky from literally nowhere through the ceiling, through the elevator, the, uh, yeah. elevator. Mm-hmm. Random as fuck, can't explain it, can't really explain how they found Jimmy Carter so fast, how they ended up on the top floor of the building oh, yeah. to where they were going to pick him up at. No logic you know what I'm saying? Like, no logic. No, no logic, no explanations at all. It's beautiful. And the tick fights off uh, the robot. Oh, this was another part where I was like, maybe he has super abilities. It's like when he sticks his head through the elevator and it's just like dragging yes. against the wall outside the elevator. Oh, yeah. I was just like, I was like, huh. Yeah. All right. That looks like it would really fucking hurt. Uh-huh. I was also in, <laughs> to say that. Absolutely. In that same scene, I was wondering, uh, it kind of added to my theory that he might not be fully human when the robot, when the red scare grabs his antennae. Which is plural mm-hmm. for antenna. Oh my god. Aww. Latin. Uh, Latin. The tick reacts in pain. Oh, f- there's a spider yeah. in my bed. Ah! He's a jumpy one. Alright, everybody. Now you know that Caleb is lazy. I recorded my bed. podcast from his bed. And I had to set up a makeshift studio in my closet. Oh, that's the spider that I had spend the night last night. Oh, man. You didn't make it breakfast? That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, we hooked up, and uh, I guess he hung around a little longer than I anticipated. I just squished him oh, in. Oh, it a- was a he? Yeah, it's a he. It was a he spider? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, being gender fluid is important fluid. in 2018. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, male spiders got the best pussies for, for thrown up in, so. Callbacks all day. All day. This episode, people are going to hate it, but I... (laughs) Whatever, man. (laughs) I think our only two guests are going to be Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. I would love that. Oh, did you see this? I mean, we can take this out. We can leave this in. It doesn't matter. It's in. Did you see I tagged in... um, I... I, I sent it to you. I don't know if you saw it, though. 
I uh, I follow a true crime podcast, and uh, they had two vend or two uh, pie pie charts okay. next to each other, and it was just a little sliver on the first one that said percent of people that bite into string cheese, and then the the second one looked exactly the same, and it said percent of people who are serial killers, <laughs> and I tagged Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell in it, and Mike Mitchell liked my comment. No way, he liked. It. Yeah, he saw it and he liked it. That's awesome. Nick did. Nick did not yeah. like it. <laughs> Nick's a chomper. Mike's a peeler. I mean, if honestly, if you chomp into string cheese, you get out of here. Are a fucking sociopath. Get yeah. out. What? Just buy cheese. Why buy string cheese? Yeah, yeah. Just eat a block of cheese, you fucking weirdo. The first part of that name is string. String cheese. Okay. Buy yourself a bluebell. Oh, man. So, back to our very brief summary of the plot of this episode. Yeah, this show. We've been going longer than the actual episode so far. Yes, we have. (laughs) That's weird because we stayed so on task. I know. We didn't veer off at all at any point during this. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really weird. <laughs> uh, we're good. We're good at staying on task. Um, yeah. But oh yeah, in the elevator scene though, yeah. um, I was up until that point. I was remember doubting that Arthur's moth wings were actually functional. Yeah, because he had never actually used them before. He just like had them. Yeah, and, he- and they look like dirty laundry. You know what they look? They reminded me of. Um, it was like a children's game where it was like an elephant trunk that like blew up and it like shot out these like paper butterflies or whatever. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, there are probably other things like it. The old elephant trunk full of paper butterflies. Routine, it like blew eh? air up and something. I don't can't remember like how you played it, but you had to like catch them or whatever like as they flew out. I, I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. But the look of his wings... Is this in the era of, like, Mousetrap? Yeah, and yeah. This was, like, an early 90s thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that rings a bell. Yeah. I'd have to look it up, but I, I'm not going to take the time because I don't care that much. Uh, even for the sake of the podcast. Uh, you care a little bit there, Dougie boy. Because I had one as a child. Yeah, kids suck. So, anyway, Arthur flies off... Nothing? It was called Elephon. Elephon, the butterfly catching game from Hasbro. Hasbro, oh yeah, guarantee Hasbro, for sure. Did you ever play um, Run Yourself... Hmm? Run Yourself Rapid? Run Yourself Rapid? No, never... It's like a marble game? No. No, okay. Is it kind of like Hungry Hungry Hippos? No, it's like an obstacle course where you have to guide a marble through all these like weird obstacles and stuff. That sounds cool, though. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I like to play Mouse Trap, but then not actually play the board game just, like, and set just it set up. it up. Oh, dude, that was way yeah. more fun than playing the game. Mouse Trap took like forever. It was like as long as playing a game of fucking Monopoly. Yeah, it was. It was more boring than like Candyland or like yeah, Mon- Monopoly or some shit. It was just- all right. Uh, controversial opinion for everyone listening, uh, Monopoly sucks and is easily one of the worst board games ever. 
Worse than uh, Settlers of Catan? Of Fuck yeah, Settlers of Catan rules. I do like Settlers. It's a similar concept though. You're you're building up an economy. It's very capitalistic. Yeah, but it's it's simple. And honestly, I think Settlers of Catan is more related to Risk. And honestly, Risk sucks too. Yeah. If you like if you enjoy risk. playing Risk, I probably don't like you very much. It takes yeah. a very Twitter's hashtag. My life sucks. I'm gonna kill myself tomorrow. <laughs> risk is like it takes like fucking twelve hours to play it. Everyone gets mad at each other by the end. It's pretty on par with Monopoly. It takes more than twelve hours. I, I know. I've played. I've played a game of Risk that has taken days, and I'm just like days. Baby. I hate this. And also, I'm bad at strategy games. So like, there's that as well. Yeah, and the thing is with Risk, there's always one douchebag. Who's just like King Jong Un taking over everything? Everyone hates this guy. Yeah. How did he get so good at risk? Well, I also don't understand Nobody geopolitics knows. and forming healthy alliances or like right. setting up on the board properly. Like, I know there's someone listening that's no. just like, you're an idiot and you're obviously bad at this game. But well, I'm an idiot too. I, can't, I mean, no. I probably am bad at risk, but it's still a shitty game. What I would do is. I would take the risk little figurines, the little uh, pieces, and just mix them in with my, uh, you know, little green army men. (laughs) (laughs) And just play with them that way. While we're on the subject of games that are hard, long, and uh, not fun, let's talk about sex. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Hard, long, check. Not fun. What? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've never enjoyed sex every time I've ever had it. Maybe. I... Have you been hard and long? No. You know, every time I have sex, they, they ask me, are you hard? And I'm like, that's not helping the situation. <laughs> you stick a... Yeah, it's a... Like some chopsticks or something and just kind of shove that little limp dick in yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's very little. It's... Yeah. It's pathetic, honestly. I, I look at myself in the look mirror. Look like an acorn? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Micro penis. Are you circumcised? Uh, in all honesty, no. I am. I'm not. Let's uh, tweet pics of our dicks. <laughs> Let us know if you're circumcised or not. Tweet at us about it. <laughs> But no pictures, please. No dick pics. We just want we just want hashtag circumcised or uncircumcised. Um, I also want to know if you're a circumcised Gentile. Ooh. If you're Jewish, it's kind of given. But if you're a circumcised Gentile, hashtag chop off my dick, please. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm accepted in society. <laughs> Um, no, but for real, games that are long, hard, not fun, uh, Warhammer games with the little fucking figurines. Warhammer? Yeah, did you ever play that? I don't know that one. It was like a... I know. Crossfire! No, Warhammer was like a little figurine game where you like played the, uh, you like painted the figures and you had a little like tabletop scene thing and you'd have to like roll some dice and then like measure how far your like little dude could like hypothetically fire its a weapon and all this. it was stupid uh, stupid as fuck 
It's like turn-based fighting for a board game? It's not a board game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's figurines. There's no actual, like, board. And it was expensive, too. Huh. They're like little metal figurines. Like Pokemon? Uh, no, not even like that. You'll have to look it up. They're like little figurines, little metal figurines that you'd buy at a game shop and you'd paint them. And then you'd like put together was a Was painting whole them part of the game? Painting them wasn't part of the game, but that was the part that I found fun. Like, I bought, I used to do it with, uh, so Warhammer was what started it, but I played Lord of the Rings, um, like a Lord of the Rings version. And okay, I ju- I literally just enjoyed like painting the little figures. I was like, this is more fun than actually like rolling dice and figuring out how far my mm-hmm. archers can shoot an arrow. Like, this right. is dumb. And I was like, almost <clears throat> sounds like a, a weird D and D spinoff. Or yeah, it's kind of like D and D, but with actual figures as opposed to just like using your imagination. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, but the tick... Just like the tick. Yeah, the tick. Uh, the tick was, uh... It was good. I think I would definitely recommend it to people that are into, like, stuff like old Batman and things like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yeah. A lot of, like, anticlimactic moments. Yeah, like, if you like comic books, I'd recommend it. If you're into, like, the old Batman, I'd recommend it. If you love Patrick Warburton's voice... I would definitely recommend it because his voice yep. will just like make you shoot ropes. His voice is Joe from Family Guy. Yeah, it's he has such a good voice. There's just something about it. It's deep. Like if he had a podcast, yeah. which he probably does, because everybody and their mother has a podcast these days, yeah, including us um, and my mom. Not really. I wish my mom had a podcast. <laughs> but um. I uh, I would listen to his podcast till like, I go to sleep. Honestly, or if he was like on the radio, I would just yeah, very soothing. Oh, it's so soothing. It's beautiful. If I could, if I could find a YouTube video of just Joe's scenes from Family Guy, just him talking, uh-huh. it'd be like ten hours long. I'd love it. I'd watch it every day. No doubt. No doubt. Something that um, <clears throat> something that this show kind of reminded me of. Have you seen the show? I think it's on like uh, Channel Three, like British TV, where uh, it's called The Misfits. I've heard of it. I've seen an episode. I watched an episode before I started hooking up with this girl one time. And I mean, needless to say, I didn't watch most of it. But sure, sure. She put it on. She liked it, and I was just. I don't really like British comedy, though. It's not really my shtick. Okay. Okay. So it didn't really. Click. I think that I saw some parallels. In, obviously, they're very, very different genres, but uh, in the idea of putting superheroes into this real, dull, boring world that we live in. Yeah. You know, like not making it all flashy. All you know, there's a comic booky element, but it's not polished. It's not like a Marvel or a DC show. Yeah. Like exactly. Yeah, so I, yeah. I appreciate that about it. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Smallville. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn, that chick from Smallville just got wrapped up in Nexium stuff. What? Did you hear about all that? Nah. Nexium was like this cult that just got popped for human trafficking or whatever. But that that oh, wow. girl from Smallville was like involved. 
Interesting. She was like giving them like millions of dollars. Wow. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Bummer. But different conversation for a different time. <laughs> this is not a podcast about cults, conspiracies, or human trafficking, so. Yeah, that's our other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really just us talking. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to really say about The Tick. I would definitely watch more of it. Like, I think yes. I will. Honestly, I think I'll watch the rest of the series. It's only nine episodes long. Right. So, like, if, if you're listening to this and we haven't deterred you with all the vomit talk and the circumcision Sorry. talk, uh, and you're... And, uh... You're interested in the little the little that we have talked about the tick? Uh, go check it out. It's only nine episodes long. I don't see why the fuck not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're only like uh-huh. twenty minutes long. It's not, yeah, it's not short even episodes. a full hour. Yeah. You know, or not even a full half hour. So right. it's just like you know, whatever. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You knock it out in a day, easy. Oh, easy in an afternoon. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So it's yeah. Do you have any more uh, comparisons or anything, or should we get into our little segments we got going on? We can do. We can get in the segments. I honestly like it. Doesn't remind me of super much, just because like I don't really like float in that like kind of like kitschy genre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to compare it to. I do know that I enjoyed it, and as someone who literally watched it for the first time, I was like, "This is funny." You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's light. You can flip through your phone while you're watching it or not, but um, you don't have. It's like one of those shows where you don't have to pay a hundred percent attention and you can still get it. Right. It's not about the plot. Yeah, at all. It's about the beats and the jokes. Exactly. Yeah. And the concept of the absurdity of it all. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. So let me see if I got. My list here of our segments. All right. So, what was your favorite and least favorite part? Um, my favorite part, like I said earlier, was that scene where he's like beating up those Russian mobsters, and he's yep. like commentating on his own fight in the yeah. middle of it. Um. Least favorite part. I honestly don't know if I have a least favorite part because, like, honestly, yeah. like it all kind of like had me smiling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, for sure. I I'm gonna go on a limb and say there were no bad parts of this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying the show's a ten out of a ten, but I do. I don't think that there was any part in it where I was like, "That's stupid. They didn't need that." Yeah. Totally. Totally. Uh, favorite for me oh god uh, yeah I, I'm kind of showing my cards here but yeah I, lo- I love the whole show um, I did like the juxtaposition between him standing up on top of the bus top giving his own his own commentary his own monologue mm-hmm. Out loud, yeah. Uh, versus him being up on the rooftops and stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, he's on the rooftop. He's gonna be like a real superhero now. And then you know, like Batman, well, and uh, what's her name, Lady Liberty or uh, Captain Liberty. 
Oh, that's that's the girl that was making out with Batman. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was just hilarious to go from like this epic superhero moment to just down and dirty real life shit. You know where everything's not not polished. Yeah. Um, least favorite. Uh, when it ended. Oh, the apocalypse at Cow. Uh, yeah. 50 foot high with udders that spew out fire. I thought that was hilarious, honestly. Yeah, no, that was hilarious, but what I more so mean is the fact that it ended. Oh, really? You just you just wanted to go on forever? The credits was my least favorite part. Oh, okay, yeah. I can get on board with that. <laughs> I just, just, just keep going. I, uh, I did like that end, like, after the credits where it, like, jumps back in and Batmanuel is sitting there and... Another superhero calls him and he's just like, how's your sister been? Oh, yeah. Because, like, he's just, like, trying funny. to smash all the time. Because, like, all, all the he time. saved that, like, group of chicks on the subway or whatever, and then he's just like, yeah, but I saved him three times that night, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. And the tick is totally clueless. I'm not sure if he's asexual. Yeah. Or he's just, or, like, never like experienced no- it before. Which is why I was like... He's very naive. He's like, that's why I was saying his face was like slack-jawed when they were making out. And that, you know, he just like straight came. Yeah. You may be right about that. He had had a cum face on his look, man. You know them cum faces. I do. I try and make weird ones. Well, we all do. (laughs) Um, Who would you recommend this to and why? Comic book nerds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, people who like fuck with like old school Batman. Yes, that's my first thought. Yeah. Yeah, Adam West type shit. Uh, Adam West fans. Yep. People who are just strictly fans of uh, Patrick Warburton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because his sense of humor comes through in any role that he's playing. I feel like. Yeah, that's super real. And I mean, pe- there are legitimate people who are into him. Because like, I've got a buddy. Who, I mean, he loves TV, but he is, like, when it comes to, like, actors and stuff, he's more interested in voice actors. That's true. Yeah. Like, he, like I, there are people that are like that, you know what I'm saying, that just like voice actors and things like that. And, like, if you're into voice acting, Patrick Warburton, for sure. And I, oh, yeah. I would suggest this to people who like, you know, very deep, real, soothing voices. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would totally agree. People who are into absurd comedy, maybe uh, Get Smart with Don Adams, the original uh, Get Smart fans. Um, okay. People who like absurd kind of '70s shows. It kind of it's yeah. kind of a, a throwback to that time, along with, of course, uh, Adam West's Batman. Yeah, uh, yeah. People who people like uh, Steve Martin fans. You know, okay. From, yeah, old stuff. yeah, from back in the day, yeah. Yeah, kind of the, when absurd comedy started coming in, even like um, Andy Kaufman fans, definitely. Tim and Eric fans? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't really like Tim and Eric, and I don't really get it, honestly, but yeah, definitely. Oh, I, this podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next up. Oh, boy. I like them as individuals. Uh, yeah. I like I like uh Eric Wareheim on uh 
Master of None. I think he's real funny on that. Oh my god! And yeah. I like Tim mm-hmm. Heidecker in that movie, The Comedian. The comedy. The comedy. The comedy. Yeah. That movie is fucking yeah. weird, but I liked it. It's very weird, very indie. Like as soon as I watched it, I was like, I don't know how I felt about that, but I kind of want to watch it again, and I did. Like I felt right the same way. right afterwards, I just looped it. I was like, I oh wow. I was just like, I need to see that again just to like understand what the fuck it is I just yeah. watched. Eric has a small role in that one too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's one of those dirty hipster people he hangs out with. Yeah, it's a very hipster movie. Well, that yeah, and he's like, like old get, people being hipsters. Yeah, he they get all naked and drunk in that one scene, and Eric Eric gets butt ass naked in that scene. <laughs> They're like drunk and dancing around. It's weird. It's just yes. It's classic Tim and Eric put into mumblecore. That's true. That's true. They didn't direct that movie though. They didn't. But there's. I thought no, they did not. I thought Tim directed that. I may be wrong on the air here, but I'm pretty positive that they didn't. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. If if you agree with me that they did not direct it, tweet at us, hashtag Caleb is always right. Caleb if is always believe, right. There's no reason to even tweet at us. Caleb's hey. right. Caleb's right. I mean, you can tweet at us if you want and tell him that he's right. I mean, because he needs that ego boost, obviously. Yeah, just tweet at me. But, uh... Just tweet at me. Yeah, they didn't... You they, might be right about it. They didn't even... They didn't even write that. Wow. I don't think so. Tweet at us and say, Doug's an idiot. Or uh, Doug's the king of the world. Yeah, right. I need, I need, I need to be lifted up, guys. Yeah, I'm in a dark place. I'm in a low place. I'm low in a place. dark place, and I have a micro penis. Help me out. Help him out, and uh, tweet maybe, at him. Maybe my penis will grow. Hey, that's that's a little that's a bright spin on the positive spin on things. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, Dicks sure. are large. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the the world I like to live in. The grass is mm. always greener. Preach, preach. Yeah. So our next category is one that I'm always a little bit uh, hesitant. Is it fuck Mary Kill? Yeah, I'm always hesitant about this one. It's fuck Mary Kill. All right. So not a lot of options I would here. Fuck. It's pretty limited cast. Captain Liberty or whatever her name is. I think she's the only option to fuck. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but... Or a straight black male or a straight Latino male or a straight Polynesian male. Just a male in general of any type. <laughs> uh, but it's... It, that is I don't know, man. I mean, Batmanuel might give you the fucking ride of your life, it seems like. <laughs> hey, true that. True that. So, yeah. uh... He seems like a selfish lover, though. He does. He does. He might just get his and leave you with come and puke in your ass and walk out the door. Who uh, says I'm not into that? <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel like people are going to listen to this and there's going to be a new form of like fetish porn that pops up in like three months. I pray to Vishnu that this is our dirtiest episode ever. Yeah, this like, is a I low point. I, I really don't think we can top this, honestly. <laughs> I really, really hope this is the low point 
in our yeah. self-respect yeah. and how dirty we can get. In yeah. com- when you and I are just chilling, having a conversation, we don't get this dirty. No, we don't. Uh, this is the dirtiest we've ever been with each other, metaphorically and literally. <laughs> and physically. And physically. <laughs> Little does everybody you know that this only came up because we've been doing this lately. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, okay fuck Captain Liberty yep I would marry the tick just cause yeah. that shit would oh, be good hol- call it would be hilarious like you would never have a dull moment in that marriage and you may not have to have sex with him either yeah exactly he seems like a an asexual kind of creature mm-hmm. uh kill Christopher Lloyd's character because he was a total dick to Mothman. He was a dick. He total was a dick. dick to Mothman. Yeah, he was a dick. <sighs> Balls in my court. Okay. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna do this from easiest to most difficult. Go for it. <sighs> easiest one. I'm gonna echo you here and kill Christopher Lloyd, but. Not because he's a dick, but because he could come back as an angel and assist me in all my sports exploits. Dude, that's that's amazing. Yes. You know me? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Here? Yes. Call back. Because he could be an angel in my outfield, in my end zone, in my airbud. By end zone, did you mean asshole? Angels in the asshole. <laughs> By end zone, did you mean asshole? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, Mary. You had such great answers. Uh, the tick is the obvious choice. Yeah. But I don't just want to be repeating you because your reasoning and your choice is just so solid. I don't want to steal that one from you. I'm going to try to be creative here. Um, I'm going to marry Arthur. Dude, Arthur would be such a fucking whiny lover. But he has a heart of gold. Heart of gold. He's going to work hard. He's going to be that dude that's in bed with you. And it's just like, are you okay? Are you comfortable? Can I get you a glass of water? Like, he can sleep on the couch. I'm talking about while he's like, fucking, like we don't gotta fuck. He's that soft lover. Hey, unless you're into that. Like you, I don't like it rough all the time. Some chicks like that overly sensitive, uh, you know, manic pixie dude. Yeah. You're making me rethink my choice, but I'm going to stick with it. Stick with it. Okay. Um, and then fuck. I think I would fuck the tick to show him what it is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, and to okay. find out if he actually has genitalia. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. And so I could finally get that mask off him and find out what the fuck's going on with those antennas. And tonight. Oh, my God. 
Oh my god. <laughs> what a good answer. Holy shit. That was great. Thank you. To show him what it is. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh um, man. Uh what's do we have anything else? We have our blindfolds. Oh, yes. Zero blindfolds. Zero blindfolds. If you That's my knee jerk response. What? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I said that. No. Oh, your knee jerk response. No, I was going to say if honestly like if you don't like it, that's cool, but like it's only 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Like there's no need to to just zone out. If you can't pay attention to something for 20 minutes, you yeah. need Ritalin or something. Or a, a cell phone to look at while you're watching it, Doug. Uh, sorry, was I being judgmental of people with ADHD? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that we agreed that zero blindfolds means you got clockwork orange oh, eye equipment yeah. on. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how I was the first time. I mean, I was drawn into it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, zero blindfolds. Yeah. I I love this show. Unlike you, I do have a nostalgic element to where I, I've always loved the show from the first time I saw it when I was young. I don't know if I saw Adam West's Batman before or after, but it was just straight up my alley. I've always loved absurd shows. Grew up on Monty Python and... Yeah, like I said, uh, Batman and everything. Um, I think to be objective, I have to give it a half of a blindfold because I feel like down. I just feel like this is our second episode. Down the road, there's going to be shows to where if you miss a beat, you're going to yeah. get lost. And I want to be That's enraptured true. by it, and I want my eyes stuck open and my yeah. eyeballs dried out. I can't <laughs> blink. I'm gonna watch it on on loop for the rest of my life. In what That's how I feel about the Satan wire. thought was hell, but it turns out it's paradise for me. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I couldn't make a better show in this genre. It's perfect yeah. in this genre. I'm so tempted to give it zero blindfolds, but I think I have to give it a half, just That's because fair. there's other. Sh- you can miss a few parts and not be lost and still have a great time watching it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you could, like, get up and go to the bathroom if you need to, and it's like, ah, I didn't miss anything. I get it. Yeah, right. So, I hate to say it. I really do, and I, I totally support your answer, but I, ha- I have to go with a half. No, I feel it. Uh, uh, yeah. We haven't picked out a show for next week, so we will do that. Yeah, yeah. At some point. Sounds in good. In the near future. Oh. For everyone who got this far into this fucking hour-long train wreck of an episode. <laughs> I know. Well, then, you know what? I think it's the most exciting train wreck I've ever been on. Honestly, me too. It's it's like one. that train wreck in Unbreakable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's like it's a roller good, coaster ride. Good train wreck. It's a good train wreck. Yeah. That's a zero blindfold train wreck. Would watch again. Would watch again. Uh, you know what I realized? We've never introduced ourselves. Oh, that's super at the top real. of the show. You're supposed you're supposed to, you know. Yeah, yeah. You wanna? So I'm Doug K, and I'm Caleb Bro. 
And this is Blind Pilots. Thanks for listening. You can find Blind Pilots on Instagram at Blind Pilots Podcast. Also, our artwork is by Cameron Del Rosario. You can find him on Instagram at Cam Del Rosario, and our music is by Dirt Doctrine. Goodbye. A post-Christian production. Collaborating with We Busy But Creative Podcasts.